0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyam. My name is Yitzchak. We're now on Masachat Shabbat nun tet amud alef, at the bottom of the Amud, analyzing the end of Mishnah Aleph, of those things that a woman may not wear out on Shabbat, but if she does, she's not Chayavet. The concern is that she may take it off to show it to her friends or for some other reason. One of the items listed is Irshel Zahav. My Irshel Zahav, what is it? An Jewelry that is an image of Yerushalayim in gold. This is where Naomi Shemer got the title for her famous song in 1967. Kadavu the Rebbe Kiva did a vittu, evidently Rebbe made such a thing for his wife. Tanor b'adam, lotayt say Yishabi Yerushal Zav. Me'atzlach hayav chatad Mayor says, unlike her Mishnah, that she's hayav for wearing it. Chumamim lotayt say me'atzlach tura. Chumamim say like our she shouldn't wear it, but if she does, she's exempt. Rebbe Le'ezro mer, yotzayi Yishabi Yerushal she may wear it. So, Michael and Paul, what's the difference? Where would they disagree? Her mayor holds that it's really not jewelry, it's some sort of a burden, a thing she's carrying. She might take it off. It is jewelry, but she may take it off and carry it. What kind of woman wears an Irshel Zahav? An important woman. An important woman doesn't take such things off in public. Okay, Kalila. Now we have a discussion about the Kalila, which is some sort of a tiara. Rav Asar Ushmuel Shari. Rav says it's prohibited. Shmuel says she may wear it on Shabbat. Now, De'anischa Kol Yama Asur. Version 1 has everyone agreeing that she may not wear it if it's a metal, meaning precious metal. Kipligi Arukta. The machlok it is if it's woven. Mar-sa Ikar. Rav holds the main thing is the metal. Mar and therefore, sir, Mar Marsava Arukta Ikar that the weave is main and therefore it's mutar. Lakula Ashi learned this whole thing one step over Lakula. The Arukta de Kalm la Pliged Shari. They both agree that it's mutar if it's woven. Kipligie, where's their disagreement? The if it's metal. Mar Sava Dil Mashal from Mechav that uh, Rav says she may take it off and show it. The same idea as what Lazar said. Who wears such a thing? Yishach an important woman. An important woman does not take something off to show her friends in public. You told us that Rav said it's Mutar. Which means this report that Rav said it's Asur is either only talking about the metal and Rav Yosef was talking about the woven or else there's an incorrect report. I'm Rav, and now we have the whole background. They told Rav the following thing, At rabba aricha A tall man has just arrived in Nahardea, they're telling Rav in Surah up the river, and he's limping. Vidarash, and what did he do? He publicly announced, You're allowed to wear the Kalila on Shabbat. Amar, So he said, "Man, Gavaraba aricha, didla." Who's a tall guy who's limping? That's Levi. Levi, who I remember, as a student, an older student in Rebbe's Beit Midrash in Beit Sha'arim. So he said, shmamina mina, nachlav Shed Rabbi Afas." It must be the Rebbe Afas who was Levi's chavrutah has died. Maybe it still is the Rosh Hashiva. Levi has no one to sit with on the outside, because what happened is when Rebbe passed away and he announced that Rabbi Khanina would be the Rosh Shiva in his place, Levi and Rabbi Ephes stayed outside and learned together. So he said, it must be that Rabbi Ephes died, Levi has no one to sit with, he must have come here. How did Rob know that? Maybe Rabbi Hanina died. Rabbi Ephes is still alive and now he's the Rosh Hashivah. And Levi still has no one to sit with outside, he'll be alone. That's why he came here. How do you know that? The answer is, how do you know that not to be the case? The answer is, had Rabbi Khanina passed away, Levi would have accepted Rabbi Ephesus as the Rosh Hashim, he would have come in and accepted his leadership. Plus, it's, Rabbi, Rabbi Hanina, uh certainly must have ruled, must have been the Rosh Hashim at some point. Why did Khabika Nach Nach Necha Naf Shid Rabbi, the famous story in Ksubustafkufkim, the Shkov to the Rebbe when Rebbe was dying, Amar Khanina Brabihama Yati Barosh Khanina Brebihama one day will be the Rosh Shiva. Uhtivo but Sadikimatic Zahom of Yakumlach. Basically that when a tzadik makes a gzera, it's, it's gonna happen. So therefore we know that Rabbi Khanina had to rule at some point, which means Rabbi Efes had to die at some point from Khanina become the Rosh Shiva and therefore Levi left. Okay, back to the story. Darsh Levi So what happened? Nafik Esrin 24 crowns immediately came out of Nahardea. These are women who were waiting to wear their crowns on Shabbat. Darsh Later on, Rabbi Avua taught in Machozah klilashari. May have learned that from Levi. From one street, 18 klilot came out. So the people were waiting for, to wear their crowns on Shabbat. Shmuel. Kamra Shari. Kamra, which is a golden belt, is mutar and Shabbat. Some people think it's a woven belt with gold in it. And Rav Safra said, yeah, just like you can wear a talit that has gold woven into it. Some people think it's a pure gold belt. Just like kings wear golden belts. He asked him, What about wearing a kamra on top of a regular belt? I'm rather kamar. You said, saying, with two belts? Certainly, it's aser. Second belt is uh, it's just something you're carrying." Rashi, rasuka, shari, vilo aser. is like a small piece of fabric that you wear like a scarf. So if it has little things to tie on, mutar, and if not, it's asur because it may fall off. Vilo Now the Mishnah said that she can't wear a kitala. My is a minka pare. It's some sort of like a choker that she wears a fabric around her neck. And the Zamim it said is Nizmehaaf, because the zamim in the Mishnah means nose rings, not earrings. Okay, the Mishta said she may not wear a ring without a seal in it, but she's Patur. Hayesha implying that if it does have a seal, she's Chayab for carrying it. Amalav Takshidu, so you see that a ring without a seal with a seal in it is not considered jewelry. Or minu, takshita nashim tmeim, the mishdan, Kalim says that women's jewelry is tamei, meaning it's it's a keleem akabatumam. Venu, takshita nashim, what are takshita nashim? Katlaot, nizamim vetabaot. Katlaot are chokers, nizamim are rings, and tabaot are finger rings. And taba, ben sheshalachotam, <laughs> ben sheshalachotam. Whether it has a seal or not, it is a jewel. So why are we implying, why we inferring that it's not? Venizmeha <laughs> af. Nizamim also, besides that, is uh, Nizmei Ha'af, also nose rings. They're all makabal Tumah. The point is, the definition of a Tachshit here is, with or without a seal. V'ya'am so you give the first answer, Rabbanan so identify a ring in a limited fashion. R'B'nechem is more expansive. The Tanya, He Shabbatach, R'chomach, we had this earlier. If the ring is metal, but the but the setting is coral, Tmei'ah, because the the ring is metal. He shall amog, but if the ring is coral, the chotma shall mattechet, and the setting is metal, tahara, it's tahor. What defines the ring, the setting? The all alachachar simlo In a yoke, what defines the status of the yoke for tumah v'tahara is the nails that are in the strap, not the wood of the yoke. The kolav with a hanger alachachar esmelta. Look at the at the nails in it. In the ladder you don't look at the uprights, but rather at the rungs, meaning their material would we'll define it for Tumavatara. And Ba'arsa, which is a scale, don't look at the balance part, but rather at the chains. disagree across the board and say everything is defined by the thing which holds it up. Now, Ravam, so that's answer one. It's Rabbi but it's a little bit difficult because he would seem to say that only if it has a Chotam it's significant. Not any kind of ring would be a Tachshit. So the Rava says, let's start in Tani, that the Mishnah that said, the Mishnah in Kalim that said that Tachshitim are Metame, with and without a seal, was we'll talking about two different things. Yesh Chotam Ish. If it has a seal, it's a Tachshit for a man. Ena la Chotam, if it doesn't have a seal, then Tachshit to then it's a Tachshit for a woman. Ah Mayitzakama Tuma Shabbat He says your your challenge isn't been calling not a challenge. You're challenging the rules of Shabbat from the rules of Tuma. Tuma Kle Mah Samarachmana, the Torah defines Tuma by its function as a klee. Ukliu, a tabat is a klee. Shabbat is here the concern is it might be a klee, but are you considered is it considered a burden or jewelry? So, masui. If it has, for, uh, if it has no seal, it's jewelry. If it has a seal, then it's, uh, something you're carrying for work, it's a masui. Okay, the last item in the Mishnah was a makhache nerekubah. A needle that has no hole. Like a pin. So, what's it, how could she define using it? Like, what's its purpose that she could wear it on Shabbat? A woman uses it to pin up her hair, like a hairpin. When Abayah to says, if that's the case, it should be mutter for her to carry. Just like a birit to Hora, a little ring that she wears to keep her socks up. That's mutter, because she's not going to take that off in public. Same thing here. But Al-A-Tirgim Rav Yosef, who will be at Basara, and uses it to part her hair. Shabbat L'Mei Chaz, which she can use it for on Shabbat. After all, she can't part her hair on Shabbat. Rav HaTash, Al-Roshah She wears a little golden plate over her head. And on the week, weekdays, she uses this needle to, to separate apart her hair. But Shabbat, she leaves it there, next to her forehead, and it is like a, uh, a jewel of some sort. Okay? We'll stop here, we'll pick it up with the third Mishnah, which then, sorry, with the second Mishnah, which talks about those things that a man may not wear on Shabbat, but if he does, he is not Chayav, because again, the concern is that he may take them off. In meantime, we should have a wonderful day.